strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. Yes, it is your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Welcome to another episode of Strategy Talks. If you are here live, we'd love to know that you are. Let us know where you're joining us from. If you're watching this on the replay, please put hashtag replay in the comments so we can answer your follow-up questions. And if you are listening to this episode as a podcast, we want to welcome you specifically as a podcast listener. Before I introduce you to our awesome guest today, I want to do a shout out to our sponsor. Social Insider is the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting, and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. Thank you so much for so, to Social Insider um, for sponsoring us week after week. And now without much further ado, I'm going to um, pull up on stage back from the green room, my friend, Deborah Eckerling. How are you, Deborah? I'm terrific. And how are you doing? I am great. So for those of you who don't know Deb, Deborah Eckerling is the creator of the DEB, the Deb Method, which is her system for goal setting, simplified, and author of the award-winning Your Goal Guide, a random roadmap um, for setting, planning, and achieving your goals. And if you're watching this, you can see me and Deb both holding up her book. If you're listening, it is Your Goal Guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals. A goal strategist, she's a corporate consultant and workshop leader. Um, Deb offers personal and professional planning, event strategy, and team building for executives, entrepreneurs, consultants, companies, and teams. Um, Deborah, who has spoken for Gurapulse, Avon3, TEDx, and more, is the host of the Goal Chat Twitter chat and Goal Chat Live show and the Deb Show podcast. You are one busy person. <laughs> I, I Well, I am. Because, well, as you know this, we're friends. I love goals and people need that inspiration and motivation. And I sort of said, okay, I'm it. You know, mm -hmm. let me let me help motivate because the life we want is a choice. You know, figuring out what you want and taking the steps to turn it into reality. Simple. Yeah. So, there you so go. today we're going to talk about goal strategy specifically for event attendees. And we were talking in the green room. I always love to pull in my guests early. And for those of you who are regular listeners, you know that there's very little early chit chat, right? We dive right into the topics because in the back room, in the green room, myself and my guests are already deep in. So we were talking about goal strategies for event attendees. So Deb, you go to companies and you help them set goals and then accomplish goals when they're sending people to say conferences. So let's start with that. How does that work? How does somebody work with you? And what is the end goal and what's the end result? Well, the, it really, it, it goes back to the depth method. So my system for goal setting simplified, it's determine your mission, explore your options, brainstorm your path. And 
it works perfectly also when looking at attendance at events, you know, conferences in specific, but you can also use it for networking events or workshops or whatever. But it really goes back to the principle, what do you want? What do you need to grow your business, your consultancy, your thought leadership? And it starts with, you know, determine your mission. What is your mission for yourself, for your business? And what is the mission for going to this event? And are you an attendee? Are you a speaker? Are you a sponsor? I, I'm not going to say it doesn't matter. It kind of does. But it's the principles are the same. If you go into a conference, or rather, when you go in to a conference, knowing what it is you want to get out of it, you will actually get something out of it. If you go in to have fun, okay, that is a goal and a great one. But wouldn't it also be nice to get like leads for your business? Oh, education, learn things that you need to do to elevate it. So it starts with, you know, figuring out the mission for you should know it for your business if you don't, you know, catch up. <laughs> uh, but the reason behind going to why this event, who's going to be there? What are the topics? What do you, what do you hope to accomplish from it? <clears throat> and then explore your options. What's out there? You know, what are the networking events? <clears throat> I don't know why I can't talk today. <laughs> what are the networking events? What are the content sessions? What are the tracks? Uh, are there people there that you need to meet? for yourself, for your business. So it starts with what is the reason for going and then diving into the options, what is out there. And for people, it's like, you can go through the sponsors, you can go through the speakers, make your wish list. But your wish list could also be, I would like to meet this type of person. I'm looking for sponsors for my show. I'm looking for clients for my business. And if you know your ideal client or the ideal people that you, you want to meet, your radar is up. You can only get what you want when you know what that is. What that is. Right. So <clears throat> I have a question, Deb. Um, so as you're working with, say, a company that's sending people to a conference, who actually are you asking these questions to? Is the goal setting reserved from the CEO, the C-suite team, who's putting forth the money, right, to send people there? Are they setting the goals or is it the attendees or is it their leader? So I, I, I'm just curious because as I'm listening to you, I'm a solopreneur, right? So I go to conferences. Every single one for me has a different goal. Sometimes I go to meet up with um, sponsors to look for brand influencer deals. Sometimes I go to meet up with other speakers because those speakers might have events where I can speak next time. Sometimes I go for attendees because... The room is filled with my ideal client, right? So it depends. But I'm a team of one. How, who makes those decisions for that strategy for the goal for these events? I would love to know if it's a bigger company. Well, it, it's really, I mean, you read my bio. I'm like all of the above. So I work with individuals, entrepreneurs, companies, teams. <clears throat> and it's really, it, it's based on what the company wants. One thing that I love doing, and I do this for regular goal setting simplified, but also goal strategy for events, is to do it for a team or even before an event to go in as the, the pre-comp or the day one speaker to help the attendees really get, get um, 
basically take the take their temperature on what is mm. out there and what makes sense for them. And the thing that, especially when I'm speaking, more so when I'm speaking at events than with companies, because companies kind of expect this, is first thing I say is you can't meet everyone and mm. you can't learn everything. Well, I can go to all the sessions. Great, go to all the sessions, but prioritize. What sessions are you going to take the most notes on? What sessions are you going to come away with with action items for things that you need to do to build your business? So mm. it, it's really all the above. So it might be the team leader wants you know the big picture, and then I will take their team through workshop style to say, okay, the, the, these are your options. Let's explore them. And then brainstorm your path is more like, okay, let's look at the schedule. And if it's a team, maybe they're dividing and conquering, you know, which, which, um, which person is going to be working the floor? What person is going to go to this track? Who's going to go to that? So it's as customized as it's as different as their companies. So everything is customized, but it's really whoever wants to really come back from a conference with ROI and ROR, that all important return on relationships, you need a plan. That's you awesome. Plan, you may have fun, but then you're going to be like, where did my week go? Right. Well, did, where did my week go? Where did my money go? And what did I really get out of it? And the, when is it too late to set a goal for an event? Never. Is there never too late? Even if you're on your way in the plane? Uh, on the, on the plane is the perfect time. Okay. Go through, look at the speakers, make your wish list. And again, it's like, who do I need to meet? Who do I want to meet? And who would be nice to meet? So you want, you want parameters. But you also want to leave yourself open to those people who you didn't know were going to be there, but they turn out being your new BFF. Right. So, so you have an idea and also go through the schedule, see who you're speaking, who's speaking and when is good. And if you can, don't go back to back on sessions, you know, go every other because after the session, is the perfect time to meet that speaker who you want as a guest on your podcast. It's the perfect opportunity because you are making an impression in person. And then of course the follow-up, that's that's a different tangent we can go into in a second. If you I was gonna say, that's gonna be the next thing because here's the deal. You set a goal, you wanna meet these people. Those people don't necessarily need to know that they are the goal, correct? Because that would make me feel a little bit yucky. If somebody says, oh, my goal was for this this event is to meet you. I would be like, wait, what do you want from me, right? So you want, your goal should be, if you want to meet a certain people to build a, start a relationship, right? Relationship builds on trust. So you tell them you listen to their, to their speech if they're a speaker or you sat next to them and you shook your hands. At any point, do you start revealing that what you want business-wise or is that happens after the fact? Like once you're home, you connect on LinkedIn, you set up a time to talk. Is there etiquette for this? I, this was not planned question, but I'm just thinking now, is there an etiquette for this? I, you know, I would say it really depends on rapport because let's mm. say you and I are sitting and I think we're probably a good example because we met years ago 
but we've talked more in the last two years on each other's shows than we did <laughs> prior to that, right? Yeah. But if you're sitting next to someone and you you find out that you're in all the same sessions and what it turns out that this person is one of the people on your wish list, if you have already established that connection, why not say you know? I, I have to be honest, meeting you is probably like the biggest win for me at this conference because I feel like maybe we could do business together. We could be a resource for each other. I'm so happy we met. There is absolutely nothing wrong with saying that. Just don't be creepy. Okay. All right. That's, that's good. The other point that you brought up, which is excellent, is before you even go to a conference, and I think this is especially important for solopreneurs, but really anybody and everybody, do an audit of your LinkedIn, do an audit of your social media, because just like when you meet someone, what do you do? You Google them, you look them up on LinkedIn and you connect. Right. You want to put your best foot forward. Let's say you you're going to an event because you just started a podcast and you want to meet potential guests. If that's not on your LinkedIn, ooh, that's not good. No. Right? Yeah. It's kind of what you're saying. It's kind of like when you apply to a job, know what skills they're looking for and highlight those on the resume. You should have multiple versions of your resume, depending on when you, for example, I'm a social media strategist. If I were to apply for a job, I could highlight community management. I could highlight strategic planning. I could highlight um, social media management. So depending on what job I'm applying for, that's going to be high up on there, right? So it's kind of like that. Um, if you are looking for podcast guests, yeah, you're right. On LinkedIn, it should say you have a podcast, you're the host. These are the kind of, this is your audience. This is what you're doing. Um, because then you have that social proof. It, exactly. And even if you're just launching a podcast and it's not there yet, I have a coming soon page, you know, tease the content. The other thing that you can do to prep is write a couple different versions of it was great to meet you <laughs> connection requests. So mm. what, whether you use a text expander tool or um, you've got a notepad of all your different ways that you, you connect all your different versions or you use, um, I, I love Google Docs because they are wherever you are, but great to meet you at this session. Let's connect and really start small because most likely the people that you're at the event with, they want to meet you too. So don't feel like you're imposing just because it, it's not like a three date rule. You don't have to like wait three days after you meet someone to contact them. If you really vibe with someone at an event, send that connection request. This is not a salesy thing. It's a great to meet you at X event where we, I'm so glad we were both getting coffee at the same time or, you know, whatever it is you can do to make yourself memorable beyond, you know, also obviously you want to look like your picture, but in the note, do something to be memorable because that will also help you track who you met and the conversations that you had. Is there ever, is it ever too late to follow up after a conference? I'm going to say no. Okay. That being said, the week after a conference, block out like a half a day or whatever just to do follow-ups. And again, these these are these are soft touches. You never want to say, 
great to meet you. Buy my book. <laughs> great to meet you. Hire me. Um, great to meet you. I love the conference. What was your favorite part? Or uh, how was your trip home? Or you mentioned this, you know, and of course, you're not going to remember everything about everybody. Mm -hmm. But if you schedule an appointment, I'm a huge, huge fan of this. Even if it, okay, I'm going to say schedule two appointments. I want you to schedule an ongoing appointment, like an hour a week, every week after a conference to just go over the materials, you know, remind yourself what you learned and the action items you were going to take. And then you schedule it and, you know, your life gets better, whatever. But start with that, that follow up on the information, but also schedule an ongoing follow up on the connections. So the week after the event, do the connection request. And if they've done the connections, also do a, how are you doing? Is life better? I mean, you mentioned your cat was sick. How, how's your cat doing? Whatever it is, again, to be memorable and make that, that real genuine connection. And I think genuine is, is social media. You know, the word is social. But also you want to be genuine because if you're like faking being compassionate, people know that, right? Totally. So, so it's not too, it's never too late to follow up. Let's say you came back and you're dealing with like two weeks of, I wasn't at a conference, I have to catch up. Do it. You know, the worst they can say is, oh, okay. I don't remember you. Yeah. You're a flake. Whatever. <laughs> Or they could say, oh, I'm so glad you reached out. I've been busy too. Let's set up a Zoom coffee. Let's set up a phone call. The other thing really to remember is when you reach out to people, they're probably going to be just as happy as you are to make that connection. Hmm. That's a really good point. And I think you're right. So <laughs> during the conference itself, I know we're wrapping this up. During the conference itself. So if you didn't connect the people ahead of time or you connected with your wish list or you connected with the speakers, now you're at the conference, you're meeting somebody sitting next to you. Any good tips? Is it still like, let's exchange business card? Is it like, hey, do you want to connect on LinkedIn while you're sitting next to each other? Um, if you don't have a business card, is there any quick tip that you can give people to make it easier to connect afterwards? I go back to your friend, the Google Doc. Okay. It, it, every time you get it, it or use your CRM or <laughs> I, I feel like I should say that. No, CRMs are your friend. But for the purposes of doing something really quick and easy, after you meet people, make notes. I mean, the pen <laughs> pen and paper always works in a pinch or your, your note taking app. But even if it's just, um, you take a picture together. Oh, this, especially for social media conferences, everybody wants to take pictures together. You take a picture, you tag the person, you've got that connection already to, even if you don't upload it until later, it's like, Oh yeah, let, let's exchange information, make notes and also prioritize, you know, you know, the people that you vibe with, that you're really going to, they're like, oh, they're going to be, and we think this, right? They're going to be right. great for business down the line. They right. are a nice, warm lead or a very hot prospect. Give them a couple asterisks, you know, <laughs> make a code that works for you so you know who to prioritize getting back to. Uh, the other thing that's really fun, and I do this all the time, conference now, is I keep a win list. 
So every day at the end of the day, I will write out, you know, what were my best connections that day? What are my little wins? What are my big wins? And that is certainly perfect for a conference. You know, these are the best three people I met. And I also learned these three things. And that way, even if everything else falls through the cracks, you've got your high level big wins that you know you need to follow up on. That was, that was, that's great. I love that last tip you gave. So we're going to, we're to the rapid fire round. So Deb, start work late or leave work early? What's your preference? Well, I work from home. <laughs> um, and, and I find that when I can, when I do my Deb work, the first thing of the day, it sets the rest of my day up for success. So start work early and leave yes. work early. Okay. Um, well, do, I do, but, as an entrepreneur, do I ever actually leave work early? Yeah, but yes. you should. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, start start work early. But if I get on a good creative vibe, I do those at night. So every now and then I work late. But yes, start work early. I know it was supposed to be rapid fire. I'm sorry. That's okay. I failed. Um, <laughs> show or tell? Oh, tell. All right. Speaker writer here. All right. Awesome. Book smarts or street smarts? Me? Yes. I like to think I'm a combo platter, as aren't we all. Awesome. All right. So, Deb, how can people meet you? Where can they find you? I'm going to hold up for those of you who are listening the book again, Your Goal Guide, A Roadmap for Setting, Planning, and Achieving Your Goals by Deborah Eckerling, E-C-K-E-R-L-I-N-G. Where can they meet you? What's your best platform? Uh, well, my best platform, if you're, if you're here, find me on LinkedIn and say that this is where we air quotes, Matt. Um, I am at the Deb Method everywhere on social media, so you can find me on your favorite platform, um, thedebmethod.com slash goals to learn more about event outcome optimization, aka goal strategy for event attendees. And you can also email me info at thedebmethod.com. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for those of you who are here live those who are watching the replay, and also those of you who listen to this as a podcast on Strategy Talks. We appreciate all of you being here. Connect with Deb if you want to gain time back, right? That's what happens when you set goals. You get things accomplished and you gain you gain time back. I also want to do, Deb didn't mention, I'm in one of her groups every day. She's in there. What are your goals? These were last week goals. These were last month's goals. He keeps you straight I love it. I love seeing what I've accomplished and having a accountability partner and accountability group is really important to goal setting. We didn't talk about that because of course we talked about goal strategies for event attendees, but Deb, where can they join your group? I just want people to come. Well, this group that you're speaking about, it's right on online on Facebook. Okay. And also I've got a group for your goal guide. So if you're reading my book and you want to ask questions and share your journey, that's a good group as well. And also I lead the Gold Chat Twitter chat. So every Sunday night, the first question is, what was your biggest win last week? And then the second question is, what are your goals for the week? So you can also engage there. So basically whatever platform you're on that you need encouragement, find the dev method. I will be there because your future is in your hands. it's our job, right? To give you the tools to make that life that you want a reality. 
Awesome. Well, Deb, thank you for being here. Thank you for being my guest. And I will be back next week with another guest. We'll see you later, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Thank you.